Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Good morning, everyone. My name's Chloe, and I'm the youth minister here. Let's pray as I begin. God, would you speak to us now as we unpack your word together? Lord, would you use what I've prepared and speak to us now? Amen. Amen. As Livy said, we're continuing our sermon series based on the book, The Christian Atheist. The book talks about different things that we as Christians know we should believe and live out, but sometimes struggle to. Today, we're using chapter eight as our basis, which is titled, When You Believe in God, But Still Worry All the Time. Now, my laptop has been really temperamental recently. It's been shutting down whenever it's felt like it. And the other day, I was preparing this talk, and I was reading the chapter of the book and reading the passage we were going into, and my laptop just crashed. It went black for about 10 minutes, and eventually rebooted and started running a scan to work out what had happened. And the entire time I was thinking, please don't have lost all of my notes on this book and this talk that I'm doing. Lord, please let it have saved them. I can't remember what I've written. I'm gonna have to try and remember all of these notes. And then I stopped to think about how ironic it was that I was worrying about losing my notes on not worrying. Now, this is a really trivial example, um, and lots of you will have worries far greater than a crashed laptop. But I just wanted to share this with you to say that I'm not coming from a place of having it all together and not worrying all the time. I do worry. I worried about this talk, and I tend to stress about things. So you're in good company here if you do the same. But I do think it's an issue that we should talk about as a church family when some of us are worried and anxious about things. Because worry isn't something that God wants us to have. Jesus says in this passage that we read a moment ago, do not worry. And in various places in the Bible, God instructs us not to be anxious or fearful. 
Sometimes I know I'm guilty of thinking, oh, a little worry never hurt anyone, or everyone worries, so why should it be different for me? But it's clear that we as Christians isn't something that we should be focused on, but instead focusing on God's love and protection for us. The antidote to worry is faith. It's trusting God. When we live by faith, we trust that God has everything in control and is working for good, even when things don't seem to be going our way. I love this verse in Romans 8. It's one that I go back to all the time, which says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. This gives me so much peace when I'm worrying about something. It might not always be worked out in the way I hope for, or even worked out in my lifetime, but to know that he has a purpose and a plan for the situations I'm worrying about, and that he is at work in them, gives me so much peace. So what can we do when we're starting to worry about something? Firstly, we can remember that God is powerful, In our Bible reading today, we're reminded that God has control over nature, the birds and the creatures of this world. He has the power to create and transform. Quite often, we worry about things we can't change, but God is powerful. So when we start to worry about those things, we can take them to him in prayer. I was reminded a couple of weeks ago about the prayer that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane just before he was crucified. We're told in Mark 14, verse 38, that Jesus said, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not, what, yet not my will, but yours be done. He must have been frightened. I think that's only natural. So what did he do with that? He took it to God in prayer. He said, my translation, Lord, I don't want to do this. Take this suffering away from me. But if you want me to, God, then I will. So we can take our worries to God in prayer. And even when our prayers don't seem to be answered, secondly, we can remember that God is good and faithful Verse 34 ends with, each day has trouble of its own. There's always going to be something to worry about, isn't there? But the one thing that we don't have to worry about is whether God is good, whether he keeps his promises, or whether he's making the right decisions. We can see through the whole of the Bible and in personal experiences of those around us, God working for good and keeping his promises. When I was 20 years old, I just finished a gap year after my A-levels, having spent the last year praying about what God wanted me to do. I'd enrolled in theological college in London to do youth ministry. I was so excited and I felt like it was really where God wanted me to be. But after about a month there, I hated my course I was feeling really low and anxious. I was struggling with my thoughts around food and eating disorders. And then I was in a car accident, which meant that I had to move back home and recover. I just couldn't cope with college. I spent quite a few months then 
asking God why he would call me there and make me go through all of that and being quite angry at him in general. Eventually, through prayer, through talking with my vicar and his wife about it, chatting with my old youth ministers, I could begin to see how God was working through every situation, how he was healing me, and how he was still calling me to youth ministry, just somewhere else. Through that season, I needed to trust that God was still good and faithful, even if it didn't seem like it in my life. He was still there, he still loved me, and he was still good. And that gives us hope. So lastly, believing in God is full of hope. As we've said, there's always going to be something to cause us worry in this world. But we know that one day, Jesus will return and wipe every tear. There'll be no more hurt or pain or worrying. And I think for me, this puts things into perspective when we see our worries through this kingdom lens. When we know and trust that one day there'll be no more suffering, we can hold on to that hope through the pain, through the worry, because believing in God is full of hope. So next time we start to worry about something, let's try to give it to God, pray about it, Learn some Bible verses that speak into it. And remember that God is powerful, God is good, and God is full of hope. I'll leave you with verse 23 again, which says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Let's seek God first. And I close in a prayer. Thank you, Lord, that you care for us and that you care about those things that are worrying us. Help us to turn to you, Lord, when we're worried about something and to trust that you are good. Help us to seek you first, Lord. Amen.